Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing ideas to help you go paperless with all your life admin. If you're wanting to save time, money, energy, and the environment, then this episode will help you get started on your paperless journey. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode, all about going paperless with your life admin. So let's chat about the benefits of going paperless. So definitely the number one would be reducing clutter. Like I've worked with families that have had four filing cabinets, like had the four door filing cabinets completely full. And we've reduced that down to actually just having one door. It saves time. So you don't need to do all the filing once you're paperless. You're filing, but it's online and it's definitely a lot quicker and easier to do when you're there with the email or the receipt from something. It gives you access to documents anywhere, anytime. And I definitely think this is the number one thing for me that I've really enjoyed about going paperless is I can now access when I'm having to fill in a document for one of my kids at a new therapist appointment, I can do all of that there. I don't need to bring it home with me because I have all the information right there with me. It also gives you the ability to share the documents and save energy and time. So I'm able to share those documents straight with the business or the therapist that I'm going to employ rather than waiting and coming home and then having to scan them and send them off. I have them digitally saved somewhere and then I can Basically, it's in a cloud and then I'm able to share it really, really easily, which just really does save my energy and also saves you time. The next one is the environmental impact. Obviously, with less paper accumulating in your home, it means that there's less trees that are needing to be chopped down. So that's a huge thing. I think the way the world is moving, we really need to think about our environmental impact that we have and what we can do to reduce this. So it also helps to save space. Just like I said before, the four-door filing cabinet could be reduced down to one small box that has any particular documents that you really, really need to keep in it and at hand to use. I've definitely seen this with clients that I've worked with that we've got rid of the big filing cabinet, even got it down to a two-door filing cabinet, and then maybe eventually it's down to the one clear little box that you can actually then put in a cupboard and have other things stacked on top of it. Now, ideas to help you go paperless. So I'm going to share some handy hints and some of them you may decide, yeah, that's a great idea. Others may be too hard to start with. So I want you to really look at the ones that sound easy and are probably the best spot for you to start with. So let's start. Setting up an admin email address. So that's where everything that's related to life admin can go into. We have done this and it's made a huge difference. I now have my separate business one and we have one that's joint with my husband and I share that has all of our life admin. That's bills, anything relating to the kids' school, medical appointments, all goes into that one email address. It also has then tabs so we can separate and we can archive 
or we can keep things for a quick reference. They're things that we need to use regularly. And then there's the action folder. So things that we need to do. The next thing could be setting up cloud storage for your documents and also your photos. Once you set up a paperless filing system, you could then have your photos saved in there. Uh, you can add your photos from your phone into like year folders. I use Google Drive and Google Photos and I have my photos saved in the year and I do this regularly as in once a term. So four times a year, I will do my photos and I will add them into that year. And it means at the end of the year, I don't have so many photos to go through. And it also means my phone isn't all cluttered with photos. I've also implemented some little folders within my photos. So for quick things. So if it's anything to do with my business, it's got a folder. If there's anything related to shopping, I may be needing to get something or there's a product that I want to remember. I will just take the photo so I can throw it out. And I've saved it in that folder recipes I have another one so rather than in your just your camera roll you're looking through for the photo you can now just go to those folders which has been a great tip that I heard from a digital photographer that specializes in organization there's so many different cloud storages you could use but finding one that's going to work with you possibly the one that actually works with your email server is probably the best one to use because it'll be easy to access and also easy to share the documents from an email into that actual cloud storage. Opting out of paying bills, so setting up some sort of direct debits and paying your bills online instead is going to reduce the paper that's coming into your home. So signing up for e-statements and notifications. I know yesterday I just opted out because my kids were getting the bills. They'd only just set these new accounts up. So they had a card each and they already got paper statements. So I went on yesterday and actually clicked off so that they're not going to receive the paper statements. They see it online. They don't need paper as well. Maybe you have notifications that come via paper. You could even have those switched off and it could be then an email instead. So the next one is decluttering existing paperwork. So you might have manuals for different appliances and I suggest you can throw those away. You can get nearly every appliance online the manual for it. I've looked up some really old products from for clients to double check before we threw away the manual and they were there for DVD players and old things in their kitchen and they had a manual online. This is probably not the one that I would start with. It's the one that's going to take a lot of mental power to do decluttering existing paperwork. There's the questions like, do I really need this? Am I going to need it in the future? I do have an online course which helps you to set up your actual folders for decluttering your existing paperwork and so that eventually you may then go also into completely paperless. So if you need someone to hold your hand, definitely go and check that out because that will help you. The next one is scanning and uploading paperwork to cloud storage. So that is definitely part, goes hand in hand. If you can scan and upload any of your like passports and your birth certificates in storing it online in cloud storage, we actually have our stored online in a cloud storage, but in a password manager 
And in the password manager, it's protected with just the one password and everything of ours is stored in there. That's maybe a way of looking at going if you want to put them online in any of your paperwork. But then there might be just bills that you want to keep. And so it's scanning and uploading it and then you can get rid of that paperwork. Use an online note-taking app. Now, on my phone, I use Reminders but I've also just started using Google Keep. I really like Reminders because Siri will then be able to hear my voice and she will add the things into my Reminders for me while I'm on the go and she'll put it in the correct tab that I've created, you know, and I have talked about this before, errands, calls at home and then on my laptop. Google Keep, I have also set up, I've still got it on my phone, but Siri's not going to recognize my voice and add it in there. It's really simple to use and I've really enjoyed because I use most of the Google Suite. I find that this Google Keep is really a great way of storing your notes. So you can have, again, your notes stored as little separate things. I suggest you move them into the archive so you have a clean slate to start with you can give them a tab and put them into labels so each of those things could be labeled and they'll be added over to the side and then you can click on the label and you can see all your to-do list in regards to that particular label so for me I have a work label and a family label and a personal label other ones that you might be interested is notes that comes on your phone Evernote also Rocketbook I've been using with some clients. They write on the particular paper and then they take a photo of it and scan it and then it uploads and they can choose where it uploads to. It could possibly upload into a Google Drive or Evernote. It connects with so many different things or they can email it to themselves. Another one that I've really loved for taking notes is Quickie Sticky and it's an app and you can add it as a widget, which means it'll be takes up sort of a quarter of your phone in a corner, if you like. So it's like a big sticky note there and I'll add anything that I need to do that day that I may forget, like it's call someone or pick something up on my way home. And I love using that Quickie Sticky just to remind myself of what I need to do that particular day. Another one is using mobile apps for business cards. So there's some business cards apps out there and you scan your business card and then you can throw the business card away and it'll keep it within the app. Another one that I really love is store cards and the one I use is Stow cards and you can put your cards again scan the barcode it'll then recognize what business it is and it will put your card number and everything there and so when I go to the shops I just open that app and scan it there's just some stores that find it difficult to scan but generally most stores it's able to pick up from that app using like instant messaging services so things like slack you know, i use with clients but i also use for business a whatsapp group messenger all of these instant messaging services are going to reduce us needing to write things down or even just sending emails, which I think, you know, takes up more time for people to, to reply. These are instant. You can just write like the one sentence and they can reply. Also, you can use the uh, voice activation and send it as a video recording of yourself as well. The next one is using Project Base to store your documents. So things like Asana, 
uh, Trello, which I use, Google Keep again, another one I've just started using and trialing as well. These things are great for storing all of your documents. It might be processes that you do within your business or within your home. It's a great place to put down projects that you may be working on and you can move the things through there, especially Google Keep. I think it's so simple that it's a great way for families to use and store everything so it's online. The next one is switching to a Kindle or an e-reader. So this is something that I am excited to have just started. I got for Mother's Day a Kindle and this means that I now don't need to buy physical books. I really do enjoy a physical book, but I've got so many books and I've just started, you know, giving them away to people who might be interested in reading that particular book. Being an organizer, I don't want to keep so many books. And so a Kindle means that it's lighter for me to carry around. It's cheaper to buy the books online. It means I've got fast access and it's really eco-friendly. I don't need to be buying the books that have all the paper. I'm really excited to start using it. The other thing about it is I actually like when I'm reading a non-fiction book, so sort of a learning book, is taking notes. And I don't always go back and then find my notes and make a document. But with this, I can link it to Readwise and it can then have my notes uh, transcribed into the one page. And then I've got that to refer back to. So I'm really excited to use that and start having my notes from the books that I read in one spot. So how do we decide what to keep and what to throw away out of all of this paperwork? And that's maybe one of the things that's been stopping you from doing especially a declutter of your existing paperwork. I actually use a flowchart with clients when I am doing their paperwork declutter and I have that within the Calm the Clutter course that you get access to. So some of the questions though is, do I need it? So do I need to archive it or do I need to action it? What do I need to do with this piece of paper? And if you don't need to action it or you don't need to archive it or quick reference it, then it just needs to go in the recycle. Have I ever used it? So maybe it's something that's been sitting there, but you've never used it and you're just keeping it and it's something that you can maybe let go. How easy is it to replace? So is it somewhere that you can quickly and easily go and get another one, like a statement online of your bank account? Then maybe it's something you can let go. Whereas something like our birth certificates and uh, passports are definitely not easy to replace. So they need to be kept in our paper filing system. Will it become updated? So is there something that it's going to be then updated regularly? So really you don't need to have that physical piece of paper. And also like I know that lots of people like to compare their bills and now with the way that bill companies send it out, you can actually have your login and go in and you can actually see all of that data now online. And the last question I'd be asking myself about whether to keep this is what's the worst thing that could happen? Is it that you just need to go online and get another one printed or email to get another one printed? So we're keeping all of these paper within our homes that maybe is taking up valuable real estate that actually we could let go because really the worst that could happen is that we just need to reprint it. I hope by sharing these benefits of going paperless and some ideas that you can start with 
will help you to take action today. If you found these handy hints useful, I'd really appreciate if you could take a minute just to leave a review. It helps others find the podcast. Thanks so much for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love, head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time. Mm -hmm.